Uh, this is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy S. Gary, and today we have our favorite content creator, Katie Romero. Ooh, uh, hey, hey. Was that, was that a good <laughs> content creator? Yeah, that's perfect. So I was about to introduce you as... What? A TikTok. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I look do of death. TikTok. I'm not a TikTok. You're not. I understand. I just, that. I just don't like that title. No, no. Uh, but what do you? I mean, you said content creator. That's yeah. how we introduce you. Uh, can yeah. you explain a little bit about uh, what you currently do, and then we'll get into your story? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm currently just living life. No, I'm kidding. I uh, I create content for brands. Um, I started my TikTok account. That's primarily where I post all my content. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a year and a half ago, and it's all about New York City. It's about recommendations, things to do, date ideas. I was going out and about doing so many things, and I decided to post it on the internet, share it, uh, and that started to pick up. And then I started to get outreach from brands to help make content for them around New York City or around their specific product. And so that's currently what I'm doing. I I make ads to pay the bills, um, but then I also just post the content that I love um, posting. Right. Yeah. And um, what is what is your niche? Like, what do you think is like what people come to your page for specifically? Yeah, it's it's all primarily New York City like recommendations. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say like date night ideas people come to my page for. Um, I'm also like super single, so I do a lot of solo stuff. So yeah. I talk about like my solo days or solo dates <laughs> that people are like really like. What's confused? the difference between super single and single? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I've just been single for a long time, so I do a lot of things on my own. Yeah. I also moved to New York City knowing no one, so I yeah. do a lot of stuff, um, primarily solo. And right. I think people get a lot of inspiration from that, or they get excited to be like, okay, I can do stuff on my mm-hmm. own because it can get awkward, or they don't know what to do yeah. or what's best to do on your own. So I feel like people come to my page for New York City-specific recommendations, but also the, n- the niche would be like, Date ideas, solo dates, yeah. um, solo days, things like that. And it's interesting because I, I definitely have seen your page um, and the dating ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have great date ideas, but when you go on dates, are you the one that plans them? <laughs> <laughs> or do you like or do you like tell the guy like, okay, you want to take me out? Okay, reference this this post from uh, this no, September fifth. I know? mean, like, I'm definitely so when someone like asks me out on a date, I want them to make the date happen. Like, I want them to make the plan, yeah. everything like that. But I am, like, judging That's them. what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's see where you're going to take me. Like, are you going to take me to someplace shitty or, like, a bro bar that I'm going to be like, ew, why would you take me here? Right. Or are you going to, like, really think so this So what through? kind of style points do you judge on? Like, what are the important factors when you're judging somebody? Because, listen, you, you're you the expert. Yeah. Literally, you're the professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what are the points that you pay <laughs> attention to that a guy has to hit in order to impress you or at least make you think like he put enough time into thinking about where he's taking you. Yeah, well, honestly, it's like for the first date, it's just like it's going to be a drink. Like for me, it's like either a drink or like a coffee or something like that. It's pretty simple. I mean, if someone wants to go above and beyond, like that's great. But to impress me, the bar is pretty low. I'm like just something simple if we're going to get to know each other. So like a cocktail bar or a wine bar or something like that, like a neighborhood that is either close to me because they want to be thoughtful about like me traveling or something like that. Well, I think I'm, I also qualify as super single. Yeah. Based on your uh, requirements. <laughs> um, yeah. I. Uh, That's why I say single. It's lame. It's <laughs> not lame. No, it's I know. I know. Geez, I mean, the three of us here. Chris is super single as well. Woo. Bams, whatever. Yeah, and. Uh, no, no, we're, we're also. <laughs> like, there's, no there's no judgment. There's no judgment. Listen, it's called being busy. All right. I, I, I a agree. lot of things to do. Booked and busy, baby. There you exactly. go. I like that. <laughs> exactly. So um, I want to know about your history. You're not from New York, but I am. I'm impressed, and I and I told you this before. Like a lot yeah. of you're, you're implant transplant, however you want to say. It. Yeah. Uh, but you feature local New York stuff, not just the stuff that uh, that everyone kind of knows about, or the stuff that's achieved success already that you want to feature because yeah. that's what's going to draw more eyeballs to your page. You you focus on local vendors, local businesses, which uh, which I like a lot. A lot totally. of people kind of mi- tend to miss. But how did you, you're not from here. Where are you from? I'm from, I'm from South Texas, but I went to school in Austin and then I went from Austin to New York. Okay. Um, and that was just like a huge life change. I quit my job, sold all my things, found roommates on Craigslist and just like bought a one-way ticket to New York City. Like what? Venmoed the girl a thousand dollars before even meeting her. Oh wow! Like super trusting, super right. naive, but like all I wanted to do was live in New York City. I okay. didn't care like what it was going to take. So you went. So you this is after you graduated college. After I graduated college, I lived in Austin for about three years post grad. Mm-hmm. So I was twenty 
five when I moved to New York. And what were you doing in Austin? I was doing tech sales. I was in um, account management for a huge, huge um, software and hardware company. Mm. Okay. Boring. Boring. <laughs> like, I, I, so it's, boring. It's true, but I, I, I can't even see you doing that. And I know, which is interesting. It's like that was my first job out of college was like cold calling. Right. It's like hitting the phones, making 100 dials a day, like chained to a desk, an hour for lunch, back on your computer. Everyone was like asking you where you were. Yeah. It was like super hardcore corporate. And I knew in my heart like I hated it, but it right. was like money and my first job. And I was learning like soft skills and shit like that. But, but what's interesting is that you're <laughs> almost... Yep, there's one uh, aspect of you that's p- perfect for that job, your voice. <laughs> like, how do you, you're from South Texas, right? Yeah. So you have no regional accent at all. No. Unlike I was about here. to say, ask the same question. How did you come here with no accent? I know, I don't know. Everyone always asks me that, and I don't know, maybe I just like, adapted to, n- I used to say right. like y'all a lot. Okay, that would have given you <laughs> away like for sure. It was like a very, very Texas thing. Yeah. Like, I would say like, I would even say y'alls. Like, y'alls? y'alls? What's that? <laughs> Y'all is already plural, but I added an S to it. It's like it's like it's the equivalent of use. That makes it no, it makes it super plural. Yeah, super. Super y'all. It's like the equivalent of like the New York, New Jersey equivalent of you plural is use. Use guys. I know. I know. All right, that's Brooklyn. Use guys. Hey, you guys over there, come over here. Yeah, my my roommates at the time. So I moved into an apartment with three other girls, and like one of the girls like born and raised in New York, and I remember walking in there and I was like, oh, y'all's windows are the same. She was like, what? And I was like, y'all's size windows are the same. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like still stuck on the first word that you just said, like <laughs> y'all's. And I was like, and this was like three hours into like yeah. moving in. And I was, she's like, what the fuck? Like country bumpkin just right. walked in here. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I would have reacted the same way. So bad. Sure. I was like, oh, I guess we're not using that term anymore. No, we're not. Killed it. Yeah. It was gone really, in a month. It was, it was like a conscious a effort to have to, really. Honestly, no. I think it's just like you simulate, like you're thrown into a whole different right. world and you just got to like pick it but up. I mean, you have you know? zero, you have like no regional accent at all. So I'm surprised you've never been on TV or radio. Yeah. And no. And what's funny is you're, you get recognized for your voice. You told me you were recognized yeah. uh, in a coffee shop. Yeah, right? I was like at a cafe. Yeah. I was like at a cafe, and she was like, I recognize your voice before I recognize your face. And yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it does stand out. I mean, what's funny is, um, well, first of all, the way we, we met was you, yeah. without letting us know, posted, uh, <laughs> and I, no, sorry, <laughs> I appreciate you tremendously. Like, Should have gave a heads up. Or, no, you didn't have to, because uh, what you did was great, and, and it was extremely helpful for us, but you posted about Outsiders yeah. without tagging us, without letting us know, yeah. and the reason I found out was, one, we started getting a whole ton of new followers, and to the point where I thought we were getting hacked by bots, right, because we were just I getting nonstop, <laughs> nonstop, I'm like, just getting nervous, first I was like, yeah, this is awesome, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, this could like cancel our entire page. Yeah. And then uh, somebody tagged us on your page, and I saw that, and I was like, this is awesome. And and, and was extremely grateful. That's when I reached out, of yeah. course. But, uh, yeah, like, this girl must be on TV or radio. <laughs> she has to be. And the fact, and knowing your story now, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Um, yeah. What did you want to be growing up? Did you, I mean, what you're doing right now is obviously not something that we even knew about back totally. then, right? Yeah. So what did you want to do growing up? Yeah, I think... Well, it's funny now because when I was younger, like my mom always had a video camera. She was always recording us. Like we have tons and tons of footage of yeah. I'm an older brother. So it's like me and my older brother doing like the dumbest things, mm-hmm. doing dances, doing like playing, like playing baseball in the living room. Like she's she was so always recording that content us. still. Yes, you do. Can you send it to us? No, <laughs> Come on. shit isn't a safe. It is embarrassing. I'm gonna hit but up Miss like, Romero. Miss no, Romero. Oh my god, yeah. she would die. She would love to. I know. She would make copies and blow it up. I think you might have but, tagged uh, her in the post. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Oh my god. Um. But yeah. So like, I was always in front of a camera. I really enjoyed it. And so when my my mom like now with TikTok, she's like, "You've always wanted to do this. Like, this is this is definitely you. I can see like you as a little girl talking in the camera, and now I see you. It feels like there's a connection." But I like I was always nervous in front of a camera. Like as I got older, I never really liked being like in the spotlight. Right. I think I was always creative. I really enjoyed writing. I really enjoyed um, photography, things like that growing up. Um, but I just like never saw it as like a sustainable, like not like sustainable income, but just like a career. Right. It was always like make money. You know, what's like yeah. the best way to make money so you can do those things because those are hobbies. In my opinion, that's what like I was told, or I was like I kind of like shaped in that way. Is like those creative outlets are hobbies. I mean, not not just that, but I mean everything I've done in my life as a career, people have seen as like a side hustle, but totally. it's not. Like 
Yeah. Or you, you, you go do outdoor things. But <laughs> yeah. what's your full time job? Every yeah. time I do an out, there's, there's two questions I get all the time. One is, uh, why did you start Outsiders? Which yeah. is a perfectly understandable question. And the second one is, what's your day job? Yeah. <laughs> what's my day job? I mean, like honestly, I thought that too when I like first talked to you. I was like, how how does this like what does this look like? And then going yeah. on that camping trip with you, it was like, holy shit! Like, there's so much that goes into this. Yeah. Like, you're not just the CEO of outsiders but you're like a program manager you're a community builder you're like all these things in I one appreciate you saying <laughs> all this i'm not joking i was like holy shit and you're gonna do this again the next weekend like yeah. damn yeah i mean it's a lot but i, I enjoy it like like yeah. you like I, I can't imagine creating that as much content as you do yeah like, and and one i gotta thank you as well yeah. you know what i'm gonna thank you about that talk we had in the van on the way back from camping oh yeah because you you pushed me to push the uh, social the content creation envelope in regards to the voiceovers, yeah. right? And I was like, uh, I always thought like voiceovers would be cool, but it's not me. I I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. But you give me a crash course. You, Gabby, <laughs> and Audrey, yeah, and Britt as well. But yeah. yeah, no, I really enjoy doing that. Honestly, like coaching is also something like I'm really. My mom's a coach, and so I've like grown up watching her do those things. And so, mm-hmm. just being able to help in that way, like being a mentor in some sort of way, like I know these things, so like I should share them, and I like sharing them. So like. Being like hard, I was like yeah. mean to you in the van. I was like, no, you need to do this. Uh, no, but it was, but it was good. I, I was like, it I liked way. it. Yeah, you know, and and I think your delivery was like, you wouldn't have told me that if you didn't believe I could do it. Exactly. You know, so uh, no, I really appreciate it, and I've done a bunch since, and oh my, like the the engagement it's we gr- get is crazy. It's great, yeah. yeah. Well, because they can like hear you. I can hear your like excitement about it. I like can all of a sudden like sense who you are a little bit more. Like, yeah. Like, I think I was telling you this in the van, like, people now want brands that they can connect with on, like, a personal level. They want to know who's behind the brand, yeah. right? Like, when I'm going to buy something, I want to know, like, who is behind Liquid Death. Like, I listened to a podcast about Liquid Death and how they started. I want to buy them so much more because I know their story now. Yeah. So, like, things like that connect. And, yes, like, you're a doing things brand, but, like, you're still a product, right? People right. still want to purchase these tickets. They still want to go on these yeah. trips. Absolutely. So, Yeah. And that's part of the reason why we started doing the, the Inside with Outsiders as well. Yeah. Not just to, to feature the members and the people who partake, but also so they can so they can hear my opinion. I, if a lot of people want to hear my story and have yeah. me interviewed, I will eventually. Yes, you uh, will. T- <laughs> <laughs> it might be you interviewing me. I mean, would love to. Um, but I, I figure we might do that on episode 100. What yeah. episode are we, what are we at so far? Like um, 25? Roughly 25, 26. I mean, we have like... I don't know, 35 in total that we but anyway okay i'm down to do it like i just want to make sure it's like when i do it i want to do it with the right interview interviewer yeah TV, whatever um and i want to i want it to be the right way because i don't want to have to like i don't want to miss anything i want the person that's the right questions exactly. yeah. So, yeah no you have a story to tell i mean you gave us bits and pieces i do i mean uh really briefly like my path to doing this is yeah. it's pretty contrasting mm-hmm. you know as far as going from entertainment and nightlife to to this and and what you're doing, I mean, from sailing, what you did prior to you going on your own, yeah, it has some alignment with what you're doing now. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's talk about that yeah. really quick, really quickly. You said you didn't sh- you weren't sure what you wanted to do growing up. I mean, I wanted to do. I was always in, interested in like being creative. Like I loved writing. I loved taking pictures and things like that. Like I always every Christmas, like I would get a new camera, and it was just always something I like played with but I never was like I want to be a photographer growing up um it was just something that like excited like I was exciting to me um maybe like but I never was like I want to be a lawyer I want to be a doctor I never had that creatives don't have that like straight path you know like analytical minds have a very like this is what I'm going to be and I'm going to go do it I was like oh maybe I want to be a I don't know, a marine biologist. <laughs> like right. I had, like, <laughs> I had all these different yeah. like things that I wanted to be, or I wanted to be a soccer player when I watched me hand like right. in second yeah. grade, like all these different things that were in my head. Um, but it was never like I want to work in sales, you right. know, like no, I want to I mean, be chained to a desk. And when I did start working in sales and started making money, which was amazing, I was like, okay, money is great, right. but it comes at a cost, right? Like I'm sitting four or nine hours a day chained yeah. to my desk. Is that what I really want to be doing? For your, for your life, yeah. The rest of my life, yeah. And I was like, okay, I know what I don't like. I know what I do like. I like to be in front of people. So I was like, maybe I want to do outside sales. And so kind of dabbled with that when I moved to New York, um, transitioned into outside sales, which I really enjoyed connecting with people. I felt what like... What is outside sales? You want to So inside sales is like all over the phone. Yeah. Outside sales is like you go meet with clients. Okay. 
Um, and so doing that, I was like, okay, I really like connecting with people. I think I'm way better like in person than over the phone. So dabbled with that for a little bit, but I just knew that like, I didn't want to be doing this forever. Right. Sales is just such a roller coaster, and it didn't give me the opportunity to be as creative as I wanted to be. What was your next move from sale, outdoor sales to outside sales to? Yeah. Outdoor sales. Yeah. (laughs) Outdoors, outsiders, outside sales. Yeah. Yeah. So outside sales. Um, then I moved over to uh, a startup called The Nudge. That was where I got involved into doing like recommendations. So they're a text-based service. They text you things to do in New York City. Um, three days a week, you get a text with like a detailed itinerary of something to do. And it was all very relevant to that specific week. So like if I texted you Tuesday, it, I was going to make sure that um, there was going to be a plan in place that involved like what was happening that week or like the weather was in, like if it was going to be raining that week, it would be like a rainy day plan. Right. And here are like three things to do like a date night idea for because like Valentine's Day was around or whatever. It was all very like hyper specific to the moment. So I, it was a friend of a friend that connected me to the CEO was a small company, five people. And um, they all went to a college that a, a group of my friends had gone to and they connected me to the CEO and they were like, hey, you do a lot already. Like this is prior to the job, prior to TikTok, prior to everything. Like you are always out and about. We see you on Instagram. You love taking photos. You love doing things already. Because I was, like I said, I've always been the type of person to just walk out my front door and just like go and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so my friend was like, you would love this company. It's my friend. Um, please, like they're looking for someone. And I was like already dying with sales. I was like, all right, I need to get out. Yeah. How am I going to do this? Like, wh- how do I pivot into a creative field without having to start from like the low end of the totem pole? And so that's when I interviewed and got the job um, and started as like the New York City director, which was like a, like pretty much what you do, like community building, but also putting together copy, um, putting together plans. So like going out and doing as much as I can and then being that like face of the brand for them. What did you study in school in college? Communications. Same. So yeah. that was right up your alley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I, I mean, communications is a very broad field, though. I went to a liberal arts school, so I didn't like hyper focus. You know, if I went to a bigger school, I could have focused on like TV or radio, or whatever, right. um, or you know, broadcast journalism or something like that. It was just communications. Right. Yeah. Which sometimes I regret having having studied. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I do regret that. Some, I mean, I did learn a lot as far as like in my journalism classes on be- how to better communicate, how to write stuff. Like I. I get it looked over by friends, but I write the copy for all our uh, outdoor adventures. Destination yeah. trips are the destination trips are more more important to have like the right copy because people are spending more money. It's more involved. Yeah. But um, it definitely helped me out there. But like PR classes, no one needs to go to school for PR. Yeah. But see, I didn't even take those class. Like those weren't even classes that were available. Really? Like I, I was a liberal arts school, so it was like weird classes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Just like rhetoric and like reading like philosophy like a lot of like crazy stuff like mm-hmm. nothing to do with like very specific stuff like we didn't have like a public relations class right you know we did it it was a joke <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> sounds like it would be what would you what would you go back and study now if you had a chance to go back and study something different i mean i guess like at the same i wish i would have like zoned in a little bit more and got a little bit better at a specific craft like really skilled at something yeah. um because like i said i kind of just had like a broad i mean I had an incredible education, still paying for it, by the way. And so I'm like, I... Look at that loan forgiveness. Like, I know, seriously. I was like, can you... How do I get that um, going, Joe Biden? Um, but yeah, I I had a great time in school. It was a really incredible experience, but I wish I would have like zoned in a little bit more so I could be yeah. a little bit more skilled in a specific area. Makes sense. Same. I mean, I think I think about a lot of what I've learned and, and, and what's helped me in my career has been learned in the field yeah, exactly. experience so I would have liked to know how to write a business plan coming out of college how to yeah. create decks but I learned how to do that yeah um, so that's the only thing I would change yeah um, so when you're at Nudge mm-hmm. uh, what was that like it was good it was it was good because it was like I said it got me out of sales and it got me into a totally different zone which I had not like cracked into yet and it it really opened my eyes to like okay I can do this like I, I just like I never thought about going into because it was like marketing and, and copyright and all that stuff. And it was something that I haven't had 
like experience with yet. And then I started doing it and I was like, oh, I'm great at this. This is something that really is exciting. Mm. Um, but it was a small company. It was a six employee. Um, we launched New York City in January of 2020 and then COVID hit. So like that kind of took a wow. huge turn. Yes. Our whole company was based on, you know, things to do in New York City, recommending you things to do in New York City. And then all of a sudden, like the world shuts down. Yeah. So we had to like totally pivot our business to like how to stay sane at home and like things to do at home and stuff like that. So we did a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But it's a startup world, so it's like a grind. Um, you're constantly online. You're constantly like you're building someone else's dream, and you got to be all in. Yeah. And so it was an exciting time that I'm glad that it got me out of sales. I'm glad that it got me into doing more of the stuff that I really enjoy. But like I said, it's a double-edged sword. You're gonna very much have to give up a lot of your time. For for that job as well. For the job. Yeah, I mean, because like this job was like work was play, play was work. There, I couldn't like right. really leave it alone i was also doing so many things and like pitching ideas that would get shot down and so it was like okay what exactly how do i find the voice of this brand um like i said you're you're doing all different things you're one person leading a huge like when i left there was like 120,000 subscribers i was texting 120,000 people like straight to their phone three days a week and i was just like a huge thing to do um and yeah i was just like you're you're doing 20 people's jobs at once right yeah and so it was a lot of time. It was pretty taxing, but like that's what you that's what happens when you join a startup. And what was the determining factor for you to leave Nudge and go on your own? Yeah. And I when did that like, happen? Yeah. I think there was like a few different factors. It was like it was a pretty strong personality. It was I was the only one on the East Coast for a little bit. So like time difference was really tough. Um, a lot of things that I started noticing about the company that I was like, you know what, I don't know if this is like if this fits for me. And then when I started, so I launched their TikTok. Before I launched my TikTok, I launched the Nudge. I was like huge advocate for TikTok. 2020, I went down like a rabbit hole. I downloaded it. And I was like, oh my God, this app is incredible. I was on it like eight hours a day. It was like so, <laughs> so crazy. And I was like, this is- What was it that was so intriguing about it for you? I think just like the short form content and just video based. Okay. Um, and the fact that you could just consume so much in such a like short amount of time. And so I was like, all right, we're an experience-based company. We should be on here. I'm already seeing people do recommendations on their own. We need, to, we need to get on this platform. And my CEO at the time was like, no, it's just like kids dancing. Like TikTok is dumb. And I was like, you don't understand. So I finally get them an account at the end of 2020. I post like, a fir- like their first video. And I just kind of like went rogue, made the account. I posted very similar to like the content that I do now. I posted like just like a day that I do, I, I went to like three different spots, posted it, and we got like a thousand people to subscribe to our text overnight. Wow. And they were like, oh my God. All right, well, like yeah. now we see a huge market. And that's of one post. That was one TikTok post. Same with, uh, we had Mike on the show. Yeah. Uh, and he told me his first TikTok post went viral. Like how exactly. do you, you guys well, have it? was like a different time. Things were going viral very easily yeah. and stuff like that. And so, um, so yeah, so I started, I was like, oh shit, like that was really... I saw overnight success from that post, which inspired me to like, okay, maybe I can do this on my own. And I started my own account like three months later because like I said, I was doing all these things. I was recording so much video. I had all these like stuff, like all these date ideas and stuff that I was pitching that would get turned down or like an art exhibit that I went to that they're like, no, we can't send that. You know, there's limited capacity, blah, 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 whatever. And so I was like, you know, well, I'm doing it and I'm paying for it on my own. So I'm going to start posting like the stuff that I like, because at the end of the day, I'm pitching ideas to someone and they approve these ideas. It's not really my perspective. Mm-hmm. So I started pitching or so I started. So I started my own TikTok. I started posting like my perspective, things that I like, but also like my life, how I moved here, um, things that I was doing. And that started to take off. And I started to get opportunities from that, which I was like, all right, if I really wanted to, I'd already prior to posting my own stuff on TikTok, I had already had like an itch to move on. And then when I started seeing some like, okay, I can, I can like be stable with this income if I continue doing these partnerships. That's when I was like, all right. But then my TikTok also started to become like a point of friction where I was like, all right, maybe this is like the best move for me to go on. Friction because it's competing with. Well, like at the end of the day, it wasn't like apples to apples. When you look at a demo, like we were texting people. This is an app that goes out to random people. Um, but there was times where I like I would post something, it would go viral, and they were like, "Why didn't you save it for us?" And I was like, "Oh, well, like I had pitched it or something like that." So yeah. like, and also I didn't know it was gonna go viral. Like, right. I just like was excited to show it, and so I don't know. So it was like it, it got started to get like a little uncomfortable, and I was like, "All right, I just need to, I just need to move on." Now, 
did you leave in good terms? Are you yeah. Still cool no, I mean, okay. we're still great friends. I And at the end of the day, we were all like so close because it was six people, the height of COVID. We were like trauma bonded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were on Slack all day long, on video chats all day long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we formed like a really incredible bond. But I think there just came to a point where it was like, all right, I'm not happy and I'm not doing the best work. Right. So like I'm doing them a disservice. I'm doing myself a disservice. I think it's just time for us to part ways. Right. Yeah. Now that you're on your own, I mean, your income is predominantly from TikTok partnerships, right? Correct. Yeah. What are your th- and, and uh, bands when, when we were supposed to originally have you on came up with a great question with yeah. everything that's going on with um, the government and TikTok and yeah. them saying that they want these big companies to stop uh, supporting TikTok on their app stores. What are your thoughts on that? And what are you, your thoughts? And I, I'm asking questions that could cr- create anxiety for you, right? So I apologize. I mean, like, it's not like I haven't thought about it. At yeah. the end of the day, I know I have all my eggs in TikTok. Um, but I haven't thought about, okay, like, how do I monetize in different ways? How do I take this one opportunity and start shifting into different focuses? So um, there's a company that they do um, recommendation, where they do, like, um, guides and you can sell these guides you can do like one-on-one calls so i'd be like your new york city expert if you were traveling to new york city for the weekend and need yeah. someone to plan your entire weekend we could have like a one-hour call i could put together an entire itinerary for I you think, i think you can you sell that, that you, you should do that for yourself yeah like, i need to like start doing th- i mean this is all like this is all this like my to-do list is like literally a scroll right <laughs> like, i'm sure but i was just so burnt out from work from like my nine to five, which was not a nine to five, but from like work work that I just didn't want to do anything. And so I do these partnerships and I'm like, okay, this is great. I can put it away and I can just like relax and try to get my mind right, try to get my body right. I like have things that like I just haven't focused on because I've just been like work, work, work since I was like 16 years old. Right. And so now that I have this time, I'm like, okay, I need to figure out where I want to put my focus. And then I can think about those things. Like I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I can, you know, put myself first for once and and think about what I want to do if TikTok goes away. Right. But it has opened doors for me that I've never been able to open on my own. I agree. And I think, and I know you talked about Instagram not being your favorite and yeah. not wanting to <laughs> yeah. pay much attention to it. But if you can transfer some of those, I have ideas for you. I know. Yeah, I've thought about this I for know. you. I know. Don't worry. Whatever so. you have thought, I have thought I'm sure too. you have. <laughs> and do it different ways. So do like CRM and, and data capture, all that yeah. stuff. That's what I do for, I've been doing that for decades with mm-hmm. Uh, event promotion and so on so yeah um so what does your day day day-to-day looks like look like right now i mean it's every day is different i mean the way that i schedule out my days is going to be one is they're going to be like a full shoot of content um depending on what i'm shooting that day so is it going to be out and about content or is it going to be like in front of my camera content um but i try to like schedule them out in different days um every day is different like i said there's going to be things like this that i have and there's going to be days where i don't do anything but and it's like I'm not not doing anything. How often are you getting <laughs> recognized when you're when you're out? I honestly don't get recognized as much as I like other people. I've been with other people before and they walk down the street and like multiple people have stopped them. But I don't like I am pretty bad about speaking in front of the camera. I don't really like to do that's not like my forte. I like shooting. I like going out and shooting stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll do a little like selfie every now and then, but like people other people like sit in front of their camera and talk. Right. And you do, so you do a good amount of that though. Not as much as, like, I should. There's more people that, like, that's, like, all they do. Right. But, like, where I feel most comfortable is when I'm shooting. And when, I think I recently saw, you, you're on dating apps, you were on dating apps, right? Okay, well, I deleted them, but I feel like I should just get back <laughs> on them. <laughs> Have you ever gone on, on a date or, or connected with somebody who's, like, I watch your stuff? I yeah. Know, yeah. Well, well, they've, like, that's, like, their opening thing. Like, oh, okay. my God, like, you're on TikTok or, like. Or when I was like um, the director for the Nudge, I had that like on my Hinge profile, yeah. and some people would be like, "Oh my God, you're the one texting me, or you're the Katie that texts me." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I I never I never was part of Nudge, so I never yeah. got a text. I don't know what it was like. Yeah. Um, what direction do you want to take your your business? Like, do you do you, do you see the longevity? You see having longevity in the way you're operating right now? I mean, no, because I need to be doing eight million other things, but. I think I said the the longevity that I see, obviously consulting, mentorship, things like that. I get hit up a lot from brands to run their socials. I mean, you did that. Yep. <laughs> You're like, hey. Uh, and so that it started, like I said, opening doors in ways that like, oh, okay, I could think about social media. Um, for me, I'm like, okay, the, a, a desk job will always be there. You know, how, how can I take this time to just really figure out exactly what I want to do? But could you go back to a desk job at this point? I mean, I could if I wanted I mean, to. Would you? Hate myself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
No, it's hard. I mean, it's hard. Hard to yeah. think about. But if I need to like put food on the table, I'm gonna have to figure it out, you know. Right. But I think, I think that like where I'd want to go is to continue being my own boss. And um, beyond that, like, what what is like your ultimate? Doesn't have to be content creation, but what do you see yeah. yourself, your lifestyle, you living? Like, what is your goal? Yeah, I mean, my lifestyle is to continue. I mean, like I said, I'm. I would be silly to not say that like money is great, right? Like making money will get me the life that I want. And so I want to continue doing these amazing partnerships. I want to work with other brands. I mean, I have my dream list of brands, you know, I want to be, what are they? I mean, Nike, I'm obsessed with Nike. So like with love, (laughs) (laughs) head to toe Nike right now. (laughs) Love Nike. I've played sports growing up. So it's like, I love what they represent. And so working with them would be amazing. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's just like a list of brands that I'm like, okay, this would be really, really cool. And I just like, I feel like I'm at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to content creation. Like I have so much more to do mm-hmm. and to give. I just don't want to make sure that I don't burn myself out. I feel like I'm the type of person that's like, I'll sprint really fast and then tire, right. <laughs> you know? And so I don't want to do that. What is it you do to like re-energize or recover? Yeah, honestly, conversations like this, like meeting really? other like-minded people. Yeah, like whenever I meet new people and we're talking about, content or we're just talking about life in general I get like rejuvenated I'm like inspired again and like acting on those ideas like just talking to you I'm like okay these are things that I should be showcasing or these are things that maybe people want and so I need to go and like shoot that or film that like as I have that um, as I have that idea and what do you what do you do for fun personally and I know it crosses over a lot right because because what you find fun (laughs) you got a feature yeah and uh, what would you do fun that personally and then also uh, I think we need to get you on the outsiders where you don't have your phone on you and you just enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like being active. I, like I said, I, my mom's a coach, so we like grew up playing sports like our entire lives. So like, oh, she's a sports th- coach, coach. Yeah. Okay. When you say coach, everyone says coach. I'm thinking like life coach. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. She's like a sports, like she okay. middle school and high school and she did it for 42 years. She did it for like ever. Yeah. Mm. And so I feel like my most like happiest when I'm active, when I'm sweating, when I'm doing yeah. something fun, when I'm, I'm competitive, like super competitive. So like when I'm competing is really exciting. <laughs> like even playing kickball, I'm like, that shit gets me so ha- like makes me so happy. Um, comedy, I like love to laugh. Like going to comedy shows, trying new experiences, things yeah. like that is what I really like to do for fun. And, and, and New York City is the perfect place to do that. What about travel? Do you travel a bunch? I, do, I mean, I, I travel as much as I can. I think, like, I'm trying to be a little bit smart about my travel. I, I think right now I'm in, like, a weird stage, right? Because I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I have X amount of partnerships to make that happen. Or I want to be in a place where I can just, like, get up and go yeah. and not have to worry about the financial aspect of everything. You know what would be a great partnership for you? <laughs> Airlines. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you create such great content. I mean, you, your niche is great because yeah. it's very specific things to do in New York. Yeah. But I do want to expand. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah, I mean, that would be... Listen, I think what you're doing is amazing. It works for our brand. You've gotten us a ton of new followers. Yeah. But, but like, specifically into what we do. Like, we can get an influencer to partake, partake and they're not things to do, Mm -hmm. and it won't come close to what you what you can do with, yeah. with a brand like ours. I think with your brand, that's so exciting. And I think that worked for those two, like for the videos that I've done for you guys, it's people are longing for connection and they're longing for ways to make connection in a different way that everyone's doing yeah. it. Right. Which is like, I guess dating apps and, and, and trying to go out and make new friends, but presenting a totally different way to make new friends was really exciting. Cause that's how I opened up the video is like, here's how you can make yeah. new friends in New York city. And it's like, okay, how can I do that? And then you're presenting them with like a totally different way instead of being like, go to this exactly. networking thing, you know? And I'm so happy that you featured and that you saw that. Like it was, I didn't have to explain it to you. Matter of fact, we never spoke. Yeah. That you well, I had never that. even been to one of the events. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. but I was like, you know what? This seems really exciting. It's honestly from like the videos that I've watched, the people that I like would see comment. I'm like, okay, I know this person. So that seems like, yeah. like I try to just, I based it off of like who I trusted, to be honest. A lot of people will be like, if you like going to the outdoors, you check them out, but that's not the focus, the focal point. And I didn't even realize that myself until my cousin was like badgering me, like, what is your passion behind this? What I said, I know you're not, exactly. you're not passionate about hiking. What's your passion? <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, it's the why. And he kept on bugging yeah. me, and I think he already knew the answer. Yeah. But he wanted me to realize it in his community. This is people yeah. being able to socialize and yeah. not have to be always eating, exactly. always drinking, or inside for that matter. So yeah. 
you nailed it without even ever even speaking to us. And <laughs> if, like people, if taking people out of their element too, especially like city people, taking people out of their element changes them and makes them yeah. a, like a lot more raw than they have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just coming out of that camping weekend, like I feel like I got so much so close to these people just because yeah. I was out of my element and had to lean yeah. on them, you know, yeah. which was like great. I'm like, okay, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I got to compliment you on compliment you on your musical taste. She played DJ Ooh, at our camping uh, weekend. Right? <laughs> And it was amazing. Like that could be my title, a uh, hype girl. <laughs> hype like girl slash uh, selector. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Selecta. You did a great job with I'm that. Down for and that. It, you set the party off. Right? I, I, I'm a former I just party like, professional. No, I mean it's a bunch of girls. I knew exactly. Well, actually, yeah, you were. You're supposed to be good at that. I wasn't that was either. I, I'll get the people there. <laughs> okay. Okay. You play the music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another coming up September. We, may, we might need a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Let's see these list of questions I have here. Um, Okay, so I know you're not a big outdoors person. <laughs> We've already established that. I, mean, I like the, it's it's hard because it's like no, I like nature. Listen, like I like your being commentary outdoors. gave it away <laughs> in your comments after you featured us about like how to meet new people, check out outsiders, and they were asking you questions like I don't know, I don't go outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I like being active, which yeah. is the hard part. It's like I like being active, but like, do I like bugs? No. Do you like roughing it? Like no. Snakes? But no. but at the same time, <laughs> we 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 try to make we try to eliminate that barrier to entry and make it like the camping weekend is, yeah. is glamping. No, I know you the guys camping did a great weekend, job. Who goes to a, cam- a campgrounds that's featuring Vogue magazine outside of us? Like, yeah, <laughs> we did yeah. that. But uh, but uh, as as a well, you're, you're Mexican, right? Yes. As a woman of color, yeah. Uh, what does it feel like? To be in the outdoors, because typically that space is occupied by very granola, tends to be socially awkward white people. Totally. Uh, do you? I mean, I know you're not a huge outdoors person, so maybe you can't answer this question. But do you feel any type of way when you're in the outdoors in that environment? I mean, it just depends on like where I'm at. I think like when we were to get, you do a really good job of making sure that it's like a, diver, a div, diverse group of people, which mm-hmm. I really respect, and that's what I'm like looking for in brands stuff like that. But I've been to camping weekends or I've gone on hikes in San Francisco in Denver where it's like <laughs> I'm the only brown person. I no yeah. joke one time heard this person. We were on a hike in Denver yeah. and this like family was there and this dad like called to his son. He was like, Huckleberry, do not pick that rock up. Like Huckleberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> I was like, that is the whitest thing I've ever heard. And oh what am God. I doing here? And so, yeah, of course, it is a predominantly white sport, I guess, or like nature is, you know, for them in that way. That's like what I viewed it, you know, from what I've seen. Which has been how it's been branded in a sense. But but, uh, it's not. But like we were there first or like Native (laughs) Americans were there first or like, you know. It shouldn't be that way. You're right. I mean, but there are barriers of entry, like money, like transportation and all that, which is obviously stuff that we're trying to. Exactly. Um, yeah. But what's shocking about what you just told me beyond Huckleberry is that, that you were on a hike in Denver. I know. That, uh, in Colorado, that's uh, shocking yeah. to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, all right. Uh, what is the dream that you've yet to achieve? Is there anything that stands out and you're like, I, this is what I want to do before I die? This is what I want to do before I die? Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Let's see. Um... I don't know. I mean, like, there's there's stuff that I, like, have on my, like, bucket list of, like, things, I, places I want to go or things I want to do. I really want to, like, take my parents on, like, a really amazing trip. They're not big travelers. Mm-hmm. Um, we were always, like, growing up very, like, modest. And so I would love to, like, take them on a really amazing, like, international trip or something. Something I can do for them. Right. They've always done stuff for me. They're amazing parents. And if I can, like, provide that for them would be really incredible. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's a great uh, dream to have. Yeah. Um, Got another question here. I love this question. What is your most embarrassing moment? <laughs> oh my God. I have like seven million. <laughs> Let's hear what stands out the most. You've got some really good my ones in the past. Most embarrassing moment? We have two that stand out from previous uh, people we interviewed that were amazing. But go ahead. I'll let you come up with one. I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing because there's a lot. I mean, okay. So uh, I was at. <laughs> so I went to school in Texas. So I was yeah. in a sorority. Mm-hmm. And this was our initiation day. Oof. I know. And we were doing this initiation. This is, I'm getting initiated. We're in this like old, old church, um, like super fucking old church. And right. we're blindfolded and we're carrying candles. Okay. Yeah, I know. This sounds, in a church, <laughs> sounds satanic. I know. It was like, <laughs> welcome to Greek life in <laughs> Texas. So we're ca- blindfolded carrying candles and like my clumsy ass. <laughs> 
and it's like the and we're like in this church with all so many candles i trip <laughs> <laughs> i trip and i fall and i land like on um honestly it has to be like a blanket or something like that i don't know catches on fire oh my god. do you still have your blindfold on at this point i know well i'm of course i'm like oh my god take it off and it's like you're not supposed to take it off like that's right. like horrible like that's like a ritual that is supposed to be sacred to this like long-standing greek life um what is it like yeah ritual or whatever yeah. and like sets on fire they like have to bring in like <laughs> fire it's like and then like the, the school is like are you kidding me because this is on campus right. and so it's just like a huge ordeal like had to shut off everything everything was done and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm sure those people are like, no, we don't want her. Something <laughs> like, like uh, her out, out of here. a movie. Literally, things that happened to me, I'm like, yeah, that would happen to me. Like, this literally sounds like I made it up. But, like, yeah. no, it happened to me. That is up there. Uh, so, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. I think I think it's up there, the top five. We had uh, two that, that hold the title for now. It's fine with me. That's uh, Javier, who had, you know, those, those snap pants? Yeah. Yeah, he got on a bus in high school, I yeah. think. And uh, as he got on the bus, the pants got stuck between the doors nice. and ripped off <laughs> the <laughs> pants. And he's standing in tidy whities nice. on the bus. So that's Javier as he stands that's out. That's good. That's good. And then uh, Ken Tanaka ran the marathon with food poisoning, the NYC marathon. So every mile marker, he had to take a shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it, was, uh, it took him eight hours and 27 shits later. <laughs> I've never shit my pants. Like, thank uh, God. Okay. You know, there's God. some pretty yes. embarrassing shit that's happened to me, but yeah. not actual shit. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad for you. <laughs> um, is there oh, one more thing before I ask this final question and then we go into our last bit? But uh, you said you're single. What kind of guy are you looking for? What, what attributes are you looking into? That's a great question. I think Because there's like, going to be single guys watching. Oh, I know. Hey. Sell um, yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sell me. Sell them. True. Um, <laughs> I think it's like changed throughout the years. I feel like I've looked at like the outside a lot. I've been pretty shallow in that way. And then as I get older, I'm like, honestly, I just like want someone who's like going to make me feel comfortable. That's going to like do like be there for me. I've like taken care of myself for so long mm -hmm. that I'm like, it would be nice for someone just to like bring up the groceries or like just help me with this one thing. It's like now become the most simplest things that I'm looking for. Sounds like just like a partnership. Basically. It's a partnership. Yeah. yeah. Like a friend. Like honestly, it's become like I said, I'm 32 now. A lot of my friends have found their partners and I'm just like, all right, I just want to I just want someone who wants to watch TV with me on Sunday. Something super simple. I'm not asking for grand gestures. Just simple companionship. So you say you're 32 and a lot of your friends have found partners already. Yeah. The friends you're talking about mostly in Texas? No. in well, yeah. If I like think back to them, I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. Now another group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Way I'm to go, cry Gary. in the bathroom really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that because typically in New York, being single, you know, later on is normal. normal. I think maybe for dudes, maybe. Maybe it's like more custom for a guy group. But... Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm like in a 15-person friend group. Half the group has moved to like start families, moved out of New York City, and the other half is like all in relationships. Yeah. Now. I mean, pretty normal, right? Pretty normal. 32. I feel like everyone kind of moves into that stage. All right, but how do their days? Uh, how are their days based on what you do in a day? Like, I mean, that's. Well, how's yeah? Basically, how's your lifestyle compared to theirs? Yeah. I mean, very different. I mean, I'm you sure know? they're envious. <laughs> yeah. Like every yeah. day, or like whenever we hang out, they're like, "Oh my God!" Like you do so much or like, we're so proud of you for what you're doing. Like it's, I mean, they're a great friend group to have because they're like huge supporters of what I do, but they're yeah. also like, want me to find someone, you right. know, every time I see them, they're like, how many dates have you been on? What, who's like, you know, they like really want me to be in a relationship. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I just want to focus on myself. You know, like I think there's like a huge stigma on like being in a relationship and like yeah. people just like want you to be happy. So they think that like being in a relationship is happiness, you know? Yeah. I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to talk about, share, um, mm -hmm. anything about you that people should know? No, I mean, like, the things that I've done, I've all done trusting myself. I think, like, that's something for people to understand. I've, I've quit a lot of jobs uh, because I didn't wasn't happy and moved into different situations. But when I quit 
this last job to do this on my own. I wish I would have done it so much sooner. You know, like as I'm sitting here now, I'm like, man, I could have been doing this a year ago. Mm -hmm. if I would have just like trusted the process, trusted myself and just like went for it. And so like just something for everyone is like if you're feeling the need to do something else, act on it. Yeah. And just like trust that the universe has your back and you're going to be fine. Sounds like nudge was a great experience for you to get to, the, to that point. Mm -hmm. I mean, given what you do now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely right. I mean, but it's like I had a like I had names for blogs when I was 21. I just like never started doing this stuff. You know, like I've uh, always had it on my mind. I just like something would happen where I'd be like, oh, I get a great deal at work and I get excited about the money and I'd forget right. about like if I, I could have done this a long time ago. It's funny because I've always wanted to do this where I feature people, but I didn't want to do it for my previous business because I didn't see longevity in that. I mean, it was nightlife and entertainment. So yeah. it wasn't until I got a project like Outsiders, which I was like, this is it. This totally. is what I want to do. I'll feature the people. So yeah, uh, I think you're doing what you're meant to do. Nice. Thank you. I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> look, at, look at how well you're doing. I think you're doing great. Thank you. Uh, all right. So last segment of this is oh a yeah. fire rapid fire question segment. Oh, that's right. So you know how this works. You ready? Mm, sure. Okay. <laughs> Outside of New York City, what is your favorite city? Outside of New York City? Yeah. Ooh, I like Chicago a lot. Really? Yeah. We're in Chicago too. Okay. Cool. Outsiders <laughs> in Chicago. You should, you should actually, you know what? We recently went back, we went to Chicago with some New York outsiders yeah. and uh, did river tubing there. Nice. It was amazing. I love uh, it. And we kind of got to show the Chicago folks, our staff, but also the folks there, like what outsiders really is about. Yeah. We have like the OG outsiders yeah. staff here. So it was a great time. If yeah. Wherever you want to go, let us know. We'll connect you with some people there. All right. I'm sure you know creators there as well. Yeah. But we have some creators we know. Okay. Um, if you could do any other profession, what would you do? I'd be a photographer. Oh, really? We have a photographer here? What kind of photographer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Street photographer, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's his passion. Yep. Really? Yep. Actually, I just, bam, can you show, I just bought two uh, photographs from them that are framed. You want to show them? On the I love them, so I want to show them. Yeah. I think they're, they're beautiful. There goes our rapid fire questions. <laughs> but Slow I, I just got, fire. Guys, a little, little plug for uh, for Chris for bands. Get on camera so we can see your beautiful face. These are the two pieces I bought. So I got yeah this one, which is amazing. So both okay. This one and let me see that one. That's the Manhattan Bridge, this baby. Yep. This one's amazing. I love yeah. the like the mystery. Because I have that shot multiple times. Do you? Oh, I have it on the bike lane. Oh yeah. So this is another one. So uh, where can people buy your work, Chris? <laughs> ChrisTRamos.com. ChrisTRamos.com. Uh, Hit that subscribe. Right. First time we're plugging him. We should be plugging him a lot more. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. Uh, photography is cool. I like, I like your photography on your Instagram. You know, obviously there's no photos on TikTok, but um, I, like, well, I like your photography on Instagram. Uh, what's your advice? My vice? Yeah. Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke? <laughs> I love Diet Coke. Really? Yes, I'm How, broke. We're also from Texas. <laughs> How often? <laughs> if I, I know, if I were to say like Dr. Pepper, that's like a super Ooh, Texas that thing. that is super Texas. Yeah. What is, how often do you drink Diet Coke? <laughs> I've been on a kick lately. Probably like, I don't know, three times a day. It's three bad. Three cans a day? Three like cans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like gummy uh, candy. Candy in general is just also my vice. Really? Yeah, my great grandma had a candy store growing up. And so like my mom thinks it's like passed down in our bloodline <laughs> that we love candy. I'm like, no, sugar is just addictive. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. Uh, you should get a Diet Coke partnership. I'm just saying. Mm. Actually, probably don't. That'd I know, be bad seriously. Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, dude, I need to stay away. Um, what's your greatest fear? My greatest fear? Yeah. Like things or like anything it your rejection <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um i mean like working through fear of rejection um so yeah i would say like the fear of rejection is something that i definitely need to work through which is interesting because like all of this at the end of the day is like you're getting rejected non-stop selling yourself so pretty much and yeah. it's funny because i was talking about this this weekend but i used to have a reminder on my phone that said every day on my calendar desensitize to rejection yeah so like put yourself in a in a vulnerable position it sucks yeah i mean are we doing you know promoting events people saying no they don't want to come or can't sell out of the event yeah it's a form of rejection yeah um yeah then there's obviously like you know the every other like 
asking somebody out or asking some like that's all fears of rejection as of well. So yeah, uh, that is a fear that I think everybody shares. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a common fear. Oh, and the last question is, what's your favorite food and why? Uh, my favorite food is supposed to be this. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. You should have prepped me for that. What? Are we done? We, we canceled? We're done. Okay. <laughs> 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 is, it, is it supposed to be this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out. No, we will not edit anything out. I like the way it is. Um, okay, well, I well, you told me to bring a dish. So, like, like I said, bring a your dish, favorite dish, bring, yeah. food, um, and I wanted it to have some meaning. I think that's what you yes, mentioned. Yes, that's, that's kind of what I was looking for. I brought watermelon just because whenever I bite into a watermelon, Thank you, I am immediately transported back to, like, all the really great times. So, summer, um, I am taken to my, like, grandma's ranch. So mm-hmm. when we were younger, me and my cousins, she would literally just like buy a huge watermelon, slice it up and have us like all eat it there in like the front yard. There's like mo- so many photos of all of us in like big T-shirts, <laughs> like just like classic <laughs> 90s where they just throw a bunch of kids in the middle of the yard. And like we all have just like watermelon just like running down our <laughs> chests, And just we're all just like so happy. And like my mom loves watermelon. So it's like every time we go home, there's always a watermelon there. She eats it with salt, which is like really weird. She like puts salt on it. Really? Yeah. I know a lot of people who do that. Yeah. I've, I've seen that before. I know uh, it's it Persian is a Persian breakfast, which is watermelon and feta cheese. Mm-hmm. That's like for breakfast. Yeah. So it just like it brings me back to some really amazing times. And it just like always tastes good. Yeah. Can't get it wrong. It's summer, summer nostalgia for sure. It's a summer nostalgia, but also just like takes me back to like really good memories of my family. Are there any foods that like, uh, you obviously have a sweet tooth, so candy, yes. baked goods, no? Oh yeah, baby. All that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've got a weakness too when it comes to like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Oh my God. I yeah. Can't. I'm like bready stuff. Like I was going to bring like this like Mexican sweet bread, but it was like, I'm going to take what's, a million years to what's, get here. Uh, what's that like? What is it? It's just like a puffed bread and it has like some sugar coating on top it's so so good so all the good stuff that's typically bad for us yes yeah. yes yes i thought <laughs> i'd be a little bit more healthy today <laughs> bring watermelon yeah. so what's that called though what's the sweet bread called well in spanish it's called a concha yeah. but it's like in oh, english a concha c-o-n-c-h-a you know in argentinian spanish what that means right no it means vagina oh really yeah <laughs> c-o-n-c-h-a yes <laughs> Well, that's what it's called. That's amazing. Yeah, Mexican sweet bread is like what it's called. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I I yeah. I mean, (laughs) we keep on talking. Uh, How long long have we gone so far? No, I'm like sweating already. So. Fifty-five. Okay. That's good. That's pretty much our average. We've gone over a little bit, but this has been good. Sweet. We'll have to get you back here. Maybe, maybe uh, when it's time for me to be interviewed, yes, you can contribute love to. to the questions. Would love to grill. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would love to Roast, grill. Roast, grill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Roast. I'm sure it'll turn into yeah. that. Um, so I'm gonna be very selective as to who does it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but thank you for I'll coming. Let's go to Bam and be that, like, hey, that, 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 that rules. That's gonna rule me out. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I, I will give you roast. some questions to ask him. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> But I, w- w- I want to thank you for being on the show, but also I want to be, I want to thank you for featuring us and being a super supporter yeah. and it's helped us grow a lot and get a lot more <coughs> uh, people in our community. So yeah, anytime you want to join what we're doing, of just give me the word. You got it. Yeah. Um, and thank you for providing these opportunities for us. I think this is awesome. My pleasure. It's also an opportunity for me. <laughs> uh, I'm be selfish to say the things that we do for us are the stuff that I personally need as well. Yeah. So it, it's a, it's, it's good for everybody. Sweet. Um, but yeah, thank you. And, uh, stay tuned. Katie Romero, uh, where can they follow you? At the Katie Romero on TikTok, Instagram. All right. And soon a website. (laughs) And soon a website, YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. You should. (laughs) I know. All right. Well, we'll regroup (laughs) next time and talk about that. (laughs) Thanks guys.